And we are recording. We are back from a long, long break. It's been a, a while. Away but in the galaxy here. far, far away. That's exactly right. Love the Star Wars reference there. Uh, we won't be talking Star Wars today, but we'll be talking other things. Uh, we're back for episode 70. Yes, that's right. We've made it to 70 episodes. We made it. We're closer to 100 than we are zero, which is wild. Which is I good mean, stuff. we've been closer to 100 what you know. zero for a while, but mm. wild stuff. Um, I am one half of the podcast. My name is Sam Finlay, aka Sizzle. Across from me in Young is hey my guys, co-host. You know yourself. who it is. It's been a while. It's your boy, it's Quinny, also known as Simon, all the way from Young. Seeing Sizzle again on lines always great. I also saw him yesterday, which is even better. Yeah. So it's good to finally get together and do a bit of a podcast. And I just want to say congratulations to Sizzle and Maddie, who have now officially engaged. So let's give a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate He finally that. did it. He finally did it. I was very excited about it. I even gave him a card <laughs> yesterday and I gave him the best wrapping paper he'll ever get. Maybe tell him a bit about that, Sizzle. Yeah, look, it was great. It was Marvel-inspired wrapping paper. Captain America did feature on the on the uh, the paper there. A very nice card as well, I must admit. Some nice words also. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't young. It was great to see you. And I'm not sure if we've announced it on the pod. I'm, I'm sure that we're, we're okay to do so. But Quinny think also got some, some crazy news as well because he, we can give him a round of applause and a congratulations because he's going to be a father very, very soon. So congratulations for that. Thank you. Thank you. Good times. Good times. So you and I are both growing up, aren't we? We're both, I'm engaged. Yeah. You've got a baby on the way. We've come a long way from, you know, the Quinlay show. Then, you know, Smackdown comes Victory. Smashdown comes, Smackdown comes Kembla. It's been a long, it's been a good journey. And we're finally at Sizzle and Quinny. So it's yeah, been it's great. Been, we've it's kind been of done time. it all. We even had a very, very, uh, brief rap career as well as the street kings we i think we put out very successful singles. very critically acclaimed street kings they were great yeah, seriously so spits and bars it was great to see maybe we should release um for like our intro for maybe a hundred episode if we make it to 100 episodes which i'm sure we will maybe for the intro or the outro we will release um one of our three singles yeah they were great that was some I, think I, I think i've got them somewhere on a, on a cd um yeah. collecting dust in a box at the that's right you know, the back of a cupboard somewhere. You only get so. better with time, mate. Just like fine wine, right? Gets better right. with time. It ages maybe if well. we do, maybe if we do release it now, we will become famous. Then we can, you know, quit our day jobs and just become rappers. Who knows? And podcasters on the side. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, yeah, as as I mentioned at the very start of the podcast, we must apologize. It's been quite some time. As we mentioned, Quinny has got a baby on the way, and I've just been engaged. So. We've had um, a lot on between us, but we're back. We never, never um, were going to um, go away for too long. Um, so we are here and we're here to talk because there's been so much and it's been a bit of a content overload. We've got lots to catch up on, but we're going to be focusing on the medieval today. We're going to be focusing on Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, and we're also going to be talking House of Dragon. So we'll start with the Rings of Power. We're going to do deep dives on both. Um, because we're doing two this week, it could be a bit of a bigger episode. So we're going to try to um, fly through them as quickly as possible. Uh, of course, we'll do highs and lows. We will um, answer some questions that we might have. And of course, we'll give Infinity Gauntlet rating for both. Ooh. So are you ready? I think I am ready. Like It's very exciting. You know, episode 70, this is going to be part one. So you thought Deathly Hallows, Harry Potter part one and part two are epic. 
you guys got to get ready for this. It's going to be very exciting. You thought Endgame and Infinity War were game changers. This two-part podcast, it's going to be amazing. So just get excited, guys. That's all I was going to say. Anyway, back to you, Sizzle. Yeah. Yeah, as you mentioned, part one of episode 70, because episode 70, we always try to celebrate when we hit milestones. So we're going to do a, a two, two-parter. So this is obviously part one, uh, Rings of Power and Hot. D and then we'll also be back with part two we're going to do a bit more of a Marvel focused um, because we haven't talked about She-Hulk yet talk about She-Hulk and also give some predictions for Black Panda Black Panther Wakanda Forever which comes out next week and we're locking uh, that in we're both seeing that next week at some point which be good. yes I can't wait I'll be seeing it on Friday I believe you'll be seeing it on Sunday yep and we might also if we have time in that ne- next episode because we haven't talked about the Quantumania uh, trail also so finally saw some kang action finally since we Loki, finally we did finally we saw some kang finally did and hey look after black panda work under forever as well we're gonna have to do a really big deep dive pod on phase the phase four of marvel because that's that wraps it up that wraps it, it does. up that's we're, the end of the phase maybe we need we're to moving into phase five yeah. so yeah we'll, we'll probably rank the whole phase we'll talk highs and lows for the phase um and, and we'll give maybe an infinity goal rating for the whole phase. I like um, it. All right. But look, let's get on with today's show. Let's start with Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, show by Amazon. It is being touted as the most expensive show of all time, close to a billion dollars, which is wild. Wild uh, stuff. Just a quick, you know, plot summary. Epic drama set thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings follows an assembled cast of characters, both familiar and new, as they confront the long-feared re-emergence of evil to Middle-earth. That's per IMBD. All right, Quinny, you and I are both big Lord of the Rings heads. Um, we've both uh, read The Hobbit, and you're currently reading Lord of the I Rings. I am currently right? reading Lord of the Rings. Uh, we've both, that. of course, seen the movies many, many times, extended editions and all. Which uh, I recently pro- watched too, all three. In the holidays, the most recent holidays, I got through all three of them, the extended editions. Had to be done. Before we jump in to, because I've obviously seen the extended edition many, many times, and you've seen, you know, the the three Lord of the Rings, um, Fellowship, Two Towers, Return of the King, but you've never seen the um, extended editions till recently. Talk to me. I mean, they're nearly, some of them, at last one, I think it's only five hours long. So Yeah, the last one was epic. I think it was. I think it almost. I think it was about four hours almost, which was crazy. Who would have thought like they could have filmed for so long? But I did really enjoy them. Like it. Like I, when I was watching, I sort of had to pause them and then have a bit of a break because it's pretty hard to sit there for mm. three plus hours every time in like one sitting. But I really enjoyed it. Like I was, Amy popped in too, watched them with me. It's really. I just like how you sort of saw different characters. You don't really see that much in the originals, and you see mm. some extra bonus scenes, which are really cool, and it just like makes it seem a bit like makes more sense in some of the like final parts of the movie and i love how in return of the king you get to see the mouth of sauron i like that scene i really like how he kind of comes down and talks to aragorn mm-hmm. so there was definitely some really interesting extras which i really liked and i understand why he did it and i could understand why he had to cut it down because it's just it's just an epic journey yes. as soon as you watch it's just <laughs> epic journey i had to skip frodo and sam but you know no nah, i tried not to skip him as much but i wasn't you know I'm pretty hot on the trigger when it comes to those two, in particular Frodo. But overall, I really enjoyed them. So I can recommend the extended editions. They're heaps of fun. And if just be mindful, you're going to be in for a big dog time. Like you'll be there for a while watching. 
So just yes. strap yourself in, get some coffees going, get some water ready, a couple of snacks to get you through it. But overall, I really enjoyed it. So You really do have to commit. Uh, all right, well, let's talk about Rings of Power, which is a prequel to both The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, as I mentioned um, with the, the summary there. Look, let's talk highs and lows. I'll kick it to you. What did you like about this this show and um, what didn't you like about it? Yeah, I think some, some highs for me, I just think overall, I just really enjoyed being back in the Lord of the Rings world in like the Tolkien um, universe. And I can definitely thank it for sort of getting me keen to read the books. Cause I always wanted to read them. Like I always told you off camera, you know, I want to read them eventually. We always speak to uh, Chris Stringer about it. Our voice, a shout out to him about the books. Cause he's obviously the scholar when it comes to Lord of the Rings. And he always spoke so highly of them. So I just really enjoyed being back in that universe and sort of seeing how it all sort of, I guess so we saw how it started. Like I remember the very first episode. I love how we got the Sauron quick flashback because as you know, so anything to do with Sauron, I'm all in. I love it. I think he's a really interesting character and it was good to actually see him in a more physical form, which is one of the highest of me. And like, we'll probably talk about that a bit later, but as we go through the show, spoilers, we see Sauron, he shows up eventually. And I really enjoyed the way that he was portrayed in um, the show. And again, I just love, I thought um, Galadriel was great. I thought she was really, I would have loved, you know, I love Kate Blanchett. You sort of use his little shout out to your girl, Hella. But I understand why they introduced a new actress to do it. And I thought she was really, really great in it. And I was just, every time she was on the screen, I really enjoyed what she brought to the table. So I really enjoyed her as an actress in general. And I think another high for me, I'll leave it here and then you can give me some. I got heaps more. I loved Alron. I thought Alron was great. I love seeing a young Alron. And I also love seeing Alron with Durin. I loved all the scenes mm. of Alron Durin and I especially love the scene where great chemistry. They're like, you know, they got to they have the challenge. They got to break as many rocks as they can. So who can do it the most? It's sort of like that test of like who's got the best stamina. Who, blah blah blah. I'm gonna ask you a question about that scene a little bit later. Take your thoughts on it. But I just love them together. And every time we had episodes of them in it, I really enjoyed it. And another thing I'll mention, I really liked how we sort of got to see the construction of the rings finally, which I thought was cool. And obviously we got an idea about the half foot. So obviously the OG hobbits. So it was kind of cool to see them getting a bit more involved in this show, but I'll got heaps more, but I'll let you give me some now sizzle. And then I'll talk about the lows later. Yeah. I, I would agree with what you've just said there as well. I, I really loved being back in, in this universe. Lord of the Rings is it's probably like, I mean, it, it's up there when you, we sort of talk about our sort of favorite, um, you know, movies and our favorite um, trilogies and our favorite sort of worlds. Lord of the Rings is right up there, up there for you and yeah, I. Um, definitely. And it's, it's been a while, right? Like the Hobbit, the ages. third Hobbit part three came out, I don't know, many years know, ago when, now. Ages ago. And that kind of missed the mark a little bit. Uh, I still actually enjoy them more now that I've that's gone what, back and rewatched Yeah, that's why them. we're currently watching them at the moment. Which mm. is are you watching the extended editions? No, nah, at the moment, I've just got the ones that are on Amazon. They've got ones uh, okay. on Amazon, so well, I've just been watching them. You should borrow my Stan account because the Stan account have the um. Oh, they have the, the extended ones. If they? you've got Stan, I don't know if you do, but um, they yeah, have the extended do. editions. Oh, I do yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, hmm. so you maybe should, the next, maybe yeah. the, the Five Armies one, we might watch the extended because mm. we finished the second when one. When we rewatched them as well, we watched the extended edition, and it just I enjoyed it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's it's just great to be back in this world, and you mentioned it as well. But also, I think it was it was really cool. What I 
quite enjoyed about this was, of course, we had, you know, the, the, the characters that we know um, from the, the later uh, movies and books, but we also got introduced to some new characters that I thought were really intriguing. Like I really liked uh, Arondir, um, sort of the wood elf that we got yeah. introduced to. Yeah, he was um, quality. He was like, I thought, a really pivotal character and he was probably in my favorite episode and we'll, we'll talk about my favorite episodes um, in, in a little bit. I also really liked um, Queen Regent. I thought she was um, fantastic in this as, as well. Um, and, and yeah, as, as you mentioned there, the half was really cool to like meet, you know, Poppy and Nori, um, just two characters that, you know, we obviously didn't know about. So, um, of course, it was great to have a younger Gladriel and she really shone in this, I thought as well. So um, I, I thought it was, it was just, just nice to be introduced to some new Lord of the Rings characters um, as well. But then what I really also liked is it built on what we know. And that was, of course, the big question throughout the whole sort of series was who is uh, Sauron? And, and we'll get to probably that when we talk questions um, in a little bit. Because I think in our last episode, it's been that long, we sort of were tossing up who we thought yeah. who we were thought it was going to be. Who we thought, yeah. thought it would be. So, um, look, I also really loved, and we knew this was going to be a spectacular-looking show, oh, right? Fantastic I mean, they spent, they it's spent like a movie so much every time you watch an episode. Yeah, they spent so much money on this show. So, you know, you're expecting it to be amazing and it really was like it lived up to what you would expect considering how much money they spent on it nearly a billion dollars as i mentioned um like the scenes were just like on on another level from whether they were you know shot um you know shots of uh i think new zealand or when it was more the cgi'd um sort of sets yeah, just like amazing. Numenor like I was gonna say oh. I love the Numenor that looked really cool the way they put the Numenor looked sick because you always hear about it like they mention it in the books that I'm mm. reading at the moment they mentioned Numenor and the legends of Numenor and it's really cool to see where it comes because as we know Aragorn's a descendant from those the Numenorians so it's mm -hmm. kind of cool to see what life was like for them that was gonna be one of my other highs but yeah keep going yeah um, I mean, look, I'll probably pass back to you in a second, but yeah, I, I just thought that we were expecting big things and on that front, it, it lived up to it because, I mean, we've seen some shows where there's been a bit of controversy about, you know, She-Hulk, for example, which we'll talk about next week. There, the, a lot of people didn't really love the the, um, and the CGI in that. And then I thought, same with Obi-Wan Kenobi, I thought that sort of wasn't amazing either. But this show, like, it's it's you can't really pick Bigger it up budget. because... <laughs> The bigger budget, as we sort of mentioned, they're billion dollars almost. Yeah. So just amazing. But yeah, look, I loved yeah, the the overall sort of storyline. Um, because Sauron, he's obviously one of the biggest bads in this whole universe, yet we don't really have much to do with him in Lord of the Rings or even The Hobbit. So it was cool to sort of have a bit more insight into um how he sort of came to be, I yeah. guess um but I'll, I'll pass it back to you yeah so i think for me i agree with everything you've said as well and i think some other highs for me i really enjoyed the stranger or the astari as we know who falls from the sky so it looks like it's a flaming meteor i really enjoyed his involvement in the show i also love how we see him with the half foots pretty much the whole time and it was cool to find to see like you know how they would you know interconnect with one another and that sort of idea of you know how the halfwits are always hiding in the forest and then suddenly coming out into the open world, which I thought was really cool. Because as we know, eventually 
the Hobbits become a pivotal part of the Lord of the Rings story and the Hobbit. Mm. So I think I really enjoyed The Stranger and it also kept me really, who is this guy? Was the mystery behind it? I know a lot of, we both probably agree who we think it's going to be, but I just sort of liked how they didn't tell us who. They were sort of like giving us Mm. that idea. Is he this person? Is he that person? So I really enjoyed that. I think another high for me, I really enjoyed Adar. Also, Benjamin Stark from uh, Game of Thrones. Just mm. yeah, I really enjoyed seeing Adar as the Uruk, and how he was like the father figure to the orcs and that sort of stuff. And I sort of liked yeah. his. I mean, there was so many. Like, I thought he was really interesting. Yeah, there was so many, like yeah. there was so many like um, fakes thrown at us, right? It's mm. Like pump fakes. It's like, is that Sauron? Is no, it Adar? Is, is he strange. Sauron? No. Yeah. Is the stranger Sauron? No, he's not. And like it was just <laughs> so yeah, I, this, I loved yeah. that. Yeah, I loved how they did that whole mystery throughout so it sort of kept you going all right we're gonna have to keep watching now for the next episode and i like how they didn't release them all at once i like how it was like a week by week sort of event which i think really worked i also liked how you sort of see a sildul as like young and like where he comes from Mm. and i think yeah for me a huge high for me was charles wickers as sauron i think he was great and your boy i'm gonna say it now hal brand so you did call it yeah, I, give me my I flowers, Quinny. Like, give me, your, know, give me like, my flowers. I I pretty much I agree what you were saying. I was like, yeah, it probably is him, but I was sort of hoping it was going to be some. I was hoping it was going to be like somebody else, but in the end, it worked out perfectly. But so then, Sizzle who, was right who, there. I'll, I'll ask you this then. You're hoping it's going to be someone else. Then who would you have wanted Sauron to be? I think I would because have preferred it It would have to had be, to be someone, right? Yeah, I was sort of hoping it was just going to be a, like a can put like a person we hadn't seen at all i would have liked if they just showed up like then, the last episode then do you think we would have but, much of a connection to them yeah i, I like know. how you yeah get to, you know a bit about how brand and then you have that sort of connection to him rather than just like a random person like oh we don't even know who this yeah. is i think i was just more disappointed because i wanted him to be the nazgul or the the you know the head of the ring <laughs> race but that's okay but like it was great. Like the reveal was good. It was obvious. Like let's be honest. I thought it was perfect being Halbrand first. Yeah. So it was good. That it was yeah. All right. It was fine. It was him. But yeah, I would have liked maybe somebody else. But it worked out in the end. It did mm. give me what I wanted. So I will. You know, kudos to you. Get some flowers for that. So I'll give you that and some chocolates. But again, like I said, him as Sauron was great because I'm. I really enjoy like the mystery behind yeah. who is. The I big also bad. thought Where the reveal. He? The reveal worked well. Oh, on the, yeah, when the water, like the reflection in the water, that was sick. And how you they sort of see them together? Yeah. So talking about like pump fakes at the start of the finale, you sort of get you, they sort of trick you into thinking that the stranger is actually is, yeah. sour, and you're kind of like, whoa, I wouldn't yeah. have picked that. And yeah. then no, it turns out he's not. He's not. Sauron. He's Gandalf, probably, maybe, or a know. wizard, or and Saruman. Then, yeah, potentially. Who knows? And then we get. Halbrand and that final scene of Halbrand sort of looking over Mordor and then it goes into his eye and you can see yeah. um, the eye of uh, yeah. Sauron was just like it was chilling. It was chilling. So yeah. I personally think Halbrand was the best choice. I yeah. I wouldn't have loved it being the stranger. Yeah. Um, and that you sort of goes to be in- someone younger, someone because he's yeah. supposed. That's the whole point when he described. He's supposed to appear to be very handsome, very you know. The giver of gifts or whatever he's called. So he like sort of blends in that way. He's not supposed to be yeah, like an old, that sort of mm. figure. The, so, yeah. Before we go go into Lowe's, what was your favorite episode? Oh, well, I, I also wanted to mention, I love the Balrog reveal in mm, uh, great. in Casadun or whatever, however you call it. I always get pronounce it wrong, say it wrong. But I thought that was great. My favorite episode, I reckon... 
I think it was probably, I really enjoyed, uh, I don't know if I said it, Udon, you know, yeah, when we favorite. get Mount Doom at the end. So we have the hectic yeah. fight in the village. And then we talk, we figure out how the elves were corrupted by Morgoth. And we reveal that Adar reckons that he killed Sauron. Yeah. And it was cool. How we saw Halbrand like say, like, do you not remember me? That was pretty cool. And I like how we see the so broken. There were the sword. hints, Quinny. I know the hints. Like I said, it was You're pretty blinded. obvious. It was pretty obvious. I, I was I wouldn't say I was blinded. I was just hoping <laughs> it was gonna be somebody else because I thought it was You're too blinded obvious. by the Nazgul. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be somebody else, but that's fine. It was really it worked out well, but it was obvious it was going to be him eventually. But you made the pick, so I'll give it to you. But I think that was probably my favorite because it was probably the one that had the most action in it, as well as the big Mount Doom reveal. Because as we know, that's so iconic. We understand that from the third age and we understand that's where Sauron, that's his domain. So I thought that was probably my favorite, I think. How about you? Yeah, that was my favorite as well by a long shot. Probably second favorite was the finale purely because we got the reveal Hmm. of of Sauron. But yeah, Udin episode eight, uh, episode eight, yeah. Yeah, how do you say alloyed? 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 That's whatever it's called. Yeah. So, know. but yeah, I think um, Udin was Udin. Um, Udin. episode seven, I should say, was my favorite. Was my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Any lows we had from this? I had a couple. And mm-hmm. it's funny because you sort of mentioned it as one of your highs, and it's actually one of my lows. I actually didn't love um, the whole stranger storyline until the very, very end. I, I don't know. I just like. I didn't feel very connected to it. It kind of felt a bit random. Um, obviously knew what they were getting at towards the end, but I didn't really love that um, storyline. I didn't really love how he couldn't communicate. And I, I, I did like the halfwits, but I, I don't know. I just, every time that sort of storyline was on, I was kind of like, ah, oh, come on, let's get back to, mm. let's get back to the action. So that would probably be. Oh, yeah, um, It probably wasn't the most exciting, like the, out of the main, you know, they had all different sort of main storylines mm. going. So you had like Elrond and Durin, and then you had obviously the Southlanders and the Numenorians and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Understandable. I still liked I, him. I thought it was cool. I love wizards. Yeah. I, I, I do, but he wasn't really a wizard until like, you found out he was until the very end. Um, so you would have so, liked it earlier? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, I also didn't love how in the in, in the finale, we didn't get to go back to, to Elrond and Durin. Or yeah, that's going to be one of my, yeah, that was going to be one of my lows because I mean, as we know, when they, when we see Durin, the Balrog comes alive. It's awakened. I would have loved to see, hang on, how's that going to end now? I would have loved if they gave us some insight into that. Because as we know, mm. in Lord of the Rings, they go to, how do you say it? Is it Castle Dune? I don't know how you say it. Castle Wherever the, yeah. Castle Dune, whatever it is. So how they go back and you see it in ruins and the Balrog's obviously still there. So I would love to see that, but we kind of just get the mention at the end and then the reveal of, you know, it's Mordor or whatever. So that was probably some of my lows, yeah. Mm, yeah, the only other other um, probably I guess um, low I had um, were the um, sort of white cloaked um, characters. Um, oh, the witches or the yeah the, the cultists or what you call the, the uh, cult of witches. I believe they were called, if, if that's correct. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really that didn't really captivate me all too much um, either, and they weren't really in it enough to. Yeah, they were sort of sort in the of affect, background, yeah. Affect the show enough. So um that'd probably be yeah. uh a low for me. Fair um, enough. Yep. 
All right. Well, any other lows or should we? Not really. I didn't, I didn't, like I said, I think overall is a solid show. Mm. I really enjoyed it. And I think they were probably the main ones that I had. Yeah. All right. Um, any questions that we had before we, we give it an infinity gauntlet rating? Mm. My, one of my obvious questions to you would be, who is this stranger going to end up being? Because we know it's like, you know, if you ever get lost, always use your nose. We know that's an iconic Gandalf sort of quote. Yeah, I, what do you think? I, I think it will be Gandalf. I, yeah. I think it's it's obviously going to be um, one of the wizards. I don't think it's going to be Radagast. That seems a bit, it just doesn't seem right. Because Radagast um, is sort of like that stoner wizard. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, you know, in mushrooms and like. That's right. Yeah. Like the yeah. environmental a bit, guy. A bit more wavy. I think it's either, yeah, yeah either Saruman or Gandalf. And I think, I think it'd be kind of cool twist if it turns to be Saruman because we know what happens with Saruman in the third age. Mm. I think that'd be a cool little twist. But I that reckon. That would be, particularly with. Yeah. You know the the three um, witches sort of thinking he was evil, yeah, and obviously I mean. we know Saruman does have um, some evil in him. He, so, gets, yeah, he sort of gets corrupted. Well, I guess yeah. he sort of decides he wants to have all the power and wants to ring for himself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, I've got one question for you, and then we'll go into our uh, Infinity Gauntlet reigns. My question is: Halbrand is now obviously at Mordor. We know he's got some beef with Adar. What happens there? Does he just stroll in or does yeah. he? Mm. I, I'm, I'm very curious about I'm, this. Yeah, I'm sort of thinking my way. My and what happens is, to Adar? Yeah, my thinking is uh, he'll come to Mordor. And I feel like he'll sort of be, uh, disguise himself as, you know, how they had the, sub, the, you know, the humans, the men that were on their side. I think he'll start off pretending to be, wanting to be a follower of the of Adar mm-hmm. and then I feel like eventually he's going to sort of corrupt them from the inside and then over overthrow Adar and I feel like they're gonna to have to have a showdown because you can't have Adar hanging around Mordor when we know Sauron's obviously the guy that that's his domain. So I feel like we get a showdown maybe the end of the next season where Sauron kills Adar and I'm hoping we mm. see him all armored up in his hectic gear. Mm. Which I think would be awesome. I reckon that's what I reckon. I think he'll come in Pretend to be like a follower. You know, they had some of the humans on their side yeah, and yeah, then I yeah. think he might corrupt them from the inside and then sort of do a bit of a coup and then overthrow mm-hmm. Adar. Yeah. But he obviously I, didn't want to bar him when he's like, do you not remember me? He's like, nope. He's like, ooh. Yeah. So Sauron wasn't impressed. He was burning. So I think that's probably my bet. Yeah, I think I think Hal Brand's going to town and Adar when they, when they finally meet. <laughs> and I'm surprised. I'm sort of a bit surprised that he would lose to Adar, but maybe... I don't know. Maybe he somehow got a, you know, got a cheap shot into Sauron or sneaked up on him. I don't know. Because I mm. wouldn't have thought well, Sauron would. He's got that that elvish uh, skill, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, because he was uh, like, yeah, he's like an elf that was like corrupt or corrupted or whatever. So mm. I think that's going to happen. I think he'll. One thing I did really like, just quickly speaking about Adar before we move into Infinity right? I really liked how he still sort of followed the traditions of elves. Like before they have the battle in Episode Seven, he plants the seeds. And even though he's obviously corrupt and he's obviously evil, he he's still, still does that. Yeah, yeah, he still follows the Elvish traditions, which I thought was um, really interesting insight. Yeah, and he sort of gives them a chance to to either evacuate as well. He doesn't mm. just go in there cold blooded. Yeah, so he's right. a bit more strategic, I think, as opposed to I'm just going to go in there and kill mm. everybody. So yeah, it'd be interesting. All right, Quinny, see what happens. Let's drop an Infinity Gauntlet rating. I'll pass it to you. Oh, Give me a rating. Infinity Gauntlet rating. So, I, I feel like out of six, I don't know. I feel six like, being mm, flawless, 
zero being the worst thing you've ever seen, uh, where would you rank it? And for context, IMBD, 6.9 out of 10, which I think is a bit low. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was sort of, I'm sort of torn. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm going to say with the fact that I really enjoyed hearing more about Sauron and his sort of, we got to see him revealed. And I love that scene where he's on the boat with Galadriel. I'm going to say four and a half out of six. Am I, I feel like that's where I would sit it. I was thinking mm. a four to a four and a half. Cause again, overall, I really enjoyed it. Like IMDB. I don't really, that doesn't really make my judgment affected no. that much, but I think I might go a four and a half. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I'm I, don't, gonna, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I've sort of four. I'm going to go a four. Half I'm a four. I was thinking. So I'm a four. Like, I really did enjoy it. I thought it was great. Yeah. But I I think for four and a half for me, you, you're getting close to that five. And five plus is like something that I'm like really invested in. I, I really enjoyed it, but I just, I was pretty like invested. Was, like, I was every week, yeah. I was so keen. And we like spoke about it all the time. I'm going to be, yeah. I'm going to be a bit not. I'm going to say four and a half. I'll stick to that. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I'm going to go four. Um, I just thought there were some, some points which I, that fell off for me a little bit. The storyline yeah. with, as I mentioned, uh, the stranger there, I didn't really find all that. Yeah, I didn't mind that as much as you did, but that's okay. Um, and I thought it was a bit slow at times. Yeah. Um, but that being said, four is still a pretty good score. Anything sort of above four plus is, is a good score. Yeah. So yeah, I'll stick to four um, we're, and we're, half. we're pretty close on this one. We're pretty close. Mm. I'll sit four and a half for the moment and then I'll see what happens with season two. All right. Four point five for you and four for me. Pretty close. Right, but let's... again, like I was saying, it was tough for me to rate it. That's what I was thinking. I was between that sort of so I've given it a little mm. bit. Yeah. All right. I love to hear it. Uh all right, let's move on to part. Well, it's not part two. This is still part one. But let's move on to the part second part two of episode one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, you got this. All <laughs> right, let's jump into Hot D, House of the Dragon, Hot D, Game eh? of Thrones. Um, dun, for dun, context, dun, 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 dun. I, this follows House Targaryen at its height of power, 172 years before the birth of Daenerys Targaryen, who we obviously know from. Game of Thrones, and spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, Jon Snow uh, ends her her run as uh, queen um, in Game of Thrones. But yes, look, this is set many years before that time. So we jump back into the world of Game of Thrones, a world that I really love i've read all the, the game we love books, so yeah we well, love you as have well. you're we ahead of me in that game you've read all the books i've read like i've read the i started reading the second one but i just didn't get around to finishing it but go that's on, right sorry sorry i, I should have said we love I should we, said love. we love to be fair you did you did piece out off screen so it was just me talking to, to myself I had to for, grab, for two I had seconds to grab the book i had to grab <laughs> just the fire and blood that's why i had to i had to do it that's oh, good. Why oh. i'm that keen to read this book that yeah I, okay it, so I can Actually, show you while, while, while you're at it, I'll, uh, I'll, here we go. I'll, I'll grab my copy also. Yeah. Uh, That's we done. I'm that keen to read it. And it's really cool. We've both got it up on screen. There we go. That's Damn. all right. We should make a video pod. Yeah, if should, only. Uh, all right, look, let's jump straight into um, House of Dragon. We're back in the world. We're back in uh, George R. R. Martin's yes. um, world. So 
highs, lows. I'll go first. Yeah, you give me a couple of highs, big dog. I don't have many lows, but I, I don't have you. many lows at all. Look, I mean, first and foremost, as I sort of mentioned in, in the sort of intro for this show, it's just so good being back in Westeros. It is so good. So it's been many years and obviously Game of Thrones, the last season sort of didn't live up to expectation considering how yeah. great the rest of the series of mm-hmm. was. It's still probably one of, if not my favorite series of all time. Like it's, it's right up there for me. Yeah, if not one, it's, you know, it's two. Uh, and what did I love most about Game of Thrones? It was Daenerys. It was the Targaryens. And you get so many little um, snippets and mentions of the Targaryens and House Targaryen at the height of their power in Game of Thrones and then to actually live in that time and be in that time and watch it all unfold on screen was awesome. It was uh, it was amazing. And I thought um, the the actors in this, um, you know, Matt Smith, obviously, Reese, um, uh, Reese, Iphens, yep, Iphens as yep. um Sir Otto, um, you know, Paddy. Uh, Paddy Constantine, amazing. Take a bow. He, he should win an, an award for this. Show. Oh, he was great in this show. Emma Darcy, like Millie Alcox. Uh, like it's just- Aussie from, too. Shout out to her. She's an Aussie. Yeah. There's quite a few Aussies actually doing doing good things in Hollywood right now or in the, the movie scene. But I mean, this show is just like, I mean, from the from the first scene where we see um, Rhaenyra riding- her dragon, you just like, oh, I'm just so happy to be back in this world. So happy. And it was cool because, you know, we only really get the three dragons in Game of Thrones and it's a long slog with them because they start off as eggs, they hatch. Then we see um, them finally become fully fledged dragons sort of those last couple of seasons. Uh, Drogon, you know, just doing work in that final um, or second last episode on yeah, King's just Landing. Yeah, going brutal on King's Landing. But it was cool to see dragons in this that like were everywhere, like, had their own personality, everywhere, very different. Their own characters, know, man, pretty much. The dragons. Yeah. I mean, you know, comparing um, Vega to say um, Caraxes or like, you know, so different, just, just so different. So it was really cool to see that and see how they had their bond um, with their rider. So I loved that. Um I, I loved, um, I mentioned, you know, we were sort of giving our flowers to all, all the cast there, but particularly loved, particularly loved Damon Targaryen, yeah, Matt, Matt Smith. Smith. Take he a was bow like, as well. He's great. He's, the rogue prince. Yeah, he, he was kind of like this, he's almost like a villain, but he's so hard to not like, Yeah, which is, it's tough to do, but he pulled it off so well. Like he's very villainous and he, he's... Um, you know, obviously got some evil in him, but he's still got these moments where he's very heroic and he's he, he really captures the limelight, I guess. So loved him in this. And I, and I actually did really like the how that this show was paced. And that was some, some people had a few issues with the, the time jumps, but I thought it worked. Yeah, I agree. I think it was good. I understand why they had to do all that the time jumps and I kind of see why people might've been a bit disappointed because I know a lot of people very um, happy and attached to like the younger actresses that were playing these roles. And then after episode five, they sort of become the adult versions. But for me, it wasn't an issue for me. I think it makes sense because as we know, the book itself is sort of like a history. So it's sort of like a history textbook mm. and it sort of goes through all these different timelines, different time periods throughout, you know, House Targaryen. So 
I really enjoyed that. So that I think for me, it was not an issue at all. Yeah. Uh, do you want to keep adding on to any, any, any highs there? Of course. Like, again, like you said, love being back in Westeros. It's a great place to be, except, you know, in that last episode when our, you know, old uh, Strong got it, you know, copped it a bit there, which was brutal. I thought the end of that episode was pretty intense and I really enjoyed it. Uh, but I think for me, overall, great show. Patty Constantine, Matt Smith, Emma Darcy, mm. all those people. Reese, Reese Ifans, shout out to you, the lizard mate from Spider-Man. Really cool characters. I also really enjoy, even though you sort of love to hate her, um, is, you know, Queen. Olivia Cook as Queen Alicent Hightower. Like, I think she's a great, she's an interesting character and I can't hate her more than I hated Cersei. So I think she's a lot better than Cersei in my eyes. So I think she's great in this film. Oh, sorry, show. And I also love when we kind of get more than just the Targaryens. I like how we get the others, the other people from old Valyria. So I think they mm. were, I like the Valyrian sort of family. I think those guys are great. And I think for me, hands down, what's it? Oh, I can't remember her name, but she is, uh, you know, the cousin to the King who was the queen that wasn't. I think she has been great in this show. I just can't remember her yeah. name now. It will come Rainies. to me eventually. Rainies. I think Even she best. has been great in this show and she suits the role so well. It's played so well. Her dragon's, awesome i can't remember its name but her dragon's really really cool so i just think for me i just love seeing dragons 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 because as you said before Sizzle, that's what we love that's what we loved about game of thrones it's what it's known for so i think for me i think episode nine for me was great i love that the end of that episode i thought that was a cool way to end an episode melise i think is its name her dragon melise right. is it? yeah melise right. i think melise is really cool want to see who more was it? just talking dragons which dragon was your favorite I really liked Melise's dragon. Oh, Melise, sorry. I thought Dragon Melise was great. I, I don't. She, she or he. I don't know. The dragons are like. What do they say? They can be like both sexes. Yeah. I don't know. I think she's. I'm gonna say she because she belongs to the girl. I'm gonna say I really like Melise. I think that's a cool dragon. I also like obviously Damon's dragon. Caraxes, yeah. Yes. The blood. The blood worm. The blood worm. The, the blood worm. worm. Sorry, the blood worm. Big fan of that. And I also like the look of the dragon that he sings the lullaby to in the in episode mm. ten, Vermithor, which is one of the OG ones, the one of the yeah. original three, which That's I think supposed to be the second biggest dragon after uh, what's his name's dragon, whatever that one's called. I'm just so bad with the dragon names, man. I can't remember the names. <laughs> uh, behind Vega, Vega is the biggest dragon. Yeah, I didn't like Vega, and he was a jerk. Mm. The way he treated the little dragon at the end that was brutal, man. I was yeah. devastated watching that. It was, it Arax, was pretty, yeah, Arax or Arax in last Arax. One. It was pretty tough seeing Arax just that get was tough. Chewed, chewed up. Real tough to see. What did so you, what I, did you think about that that final scene? Um with the dragons sort of, you know, it sort of goes to show that like these the riders aren't really in control. No, well that's because, what yeah, that's what yeah, go on. Yep. Yeah, because Jace, Jace's younger brother Luke. He is trying to basically escape from uh, Vega um, and his cousin, uh, and really, it's really it's it's a just trying. It's an intimidation sort of tactic. Yeah, it's right? just a way like, to sort of scare him to put a bit of intimidating because he only yeah, came and, as a messenger, and they both yeah. knew that, and that's why Aemon's, Aemon's not like trying to kill him. Nah, he's not. He's just trying to intimidate him, which may be not the best idea considering your dragons literally. Huge. 10 times bigger, maybe more than... Um, Looks like Godzilla, man. <laughs> when you're Yeah, like ridiculous. 
But then just, yeah, the dragon sort of... And then why did Arax attack? Was maybe because Arax felt felt threatened and was yeah, just Yeah, I like, feel like it was he was felt threatened and he was sort of keen to like, you know, you may be big, but I've got a bit of fire. I think I think he was more of like a mm. warning sort of fire. Not like a, it was... It did no damage to Vega. Yeah, Vega Not just really. took it from... Vega and just then went, just goes, nah. oh, sweet. I'm he just, just saw, He's just seeing red. And then Arax... Eat you right now. And it, it was brutal because as soon as he lands at the start of the scene... Me and Amy to see them, but we know something bad's going to happen. We know it's coming. Something's yeah. going to happen. Look, and then they, if, if the way I'm they him, do it, he escapes. If I'm him, I'm hauling up. I'm just leaving. I'm, I'm not even going to bother dropping the message. As, I'm out. As soon as I yeah. see Vega there, because you look I'm at done. Vega, Vega's as big as the castle. Like, yeah. And then he's on Arax, who's, who's a little big, dragon. But like, I'm just he's jumping not fully straight grown either. Like, he is peacing out. And I'm just like, I'm done. I'm out. See you later, Eamon. You can have your you can have your victory. You can marry the Baratheon if you want. I'll wait till Arax, um, Arax gets a bit bigger, and then I've got a bit more behind me. But that was brutal, and I just knew it. It just I just had that feeling, and then he escapes. You're like, oh yes, sir, escaped. And next minute, done. Yeah, so for a moment was, there, you you sort of think yeah. Arax gets the better of him because he's sort of because he's so small, he can sort of go through the through the yeah the valley the, um, where the, the mountain gap, yeah the yeah valley. that's right yeah. And then you're like, oh look, he wins because he's smaller. But then yeah. You know, Vegas just flying straight above and goes, Oh, I'll just wait till you pop out there and then just keep ta- like following you. And yeah, unfortunately, that and it was, um, yeah, I like how they did it, how both boys were trying to be in control, but like mm, you're not like they say, like obey you know, me, obey me. King Viserys was saying, like, he felt like he was on a nuclear weapon, like, he didn't want that pressure mm. order. That's why he never chose to ride again, which I think was probably a good idea on his part because you can't control these dragons as much as they think they control them the dragons can do whatever they want mm. the dragons are just doing it you know they like to be you know flying around they like to be sort of in the action i think and i don't yeah. think these guys really have complete control over them anyway so it'd be no. really interesting to see how they go off that and i'm very tempted to read that chapter in the mm. obviously the fire and blood book but I, also don't know, I don't know if i want to ruin it or not so we'll see i might mm. read the, the bits before it but other than that like i think i really love that and I like yeah, Damon for me is amazing in this, and I love how we see where the Targaryens, do you, do you where think, they came from. Do you so. think? And we're we're sort of jumping to questions here, but that doesn't really matter. Oh, we're well, talking highs anyway. Do you think? Because so he talks and sort of sings to, in the last episode, sings to, uh, Vermithor, yeah, um, which is as we sort of mentioned, the sort of second biggest dragon, the, the original um, three, almost a yeah. hundred years old, um, yeah. You know, Balerion and Vega are the only two that are bigger. And they obviously, he obviously wants Vermithor on the Blacks team. Yeah. Do you think, because he obviously has his own current dragon, do you, th- Caraxes, do you think he is going to, and I don't even know how this works in the sort of dragon uh, riding lore and the dragon riding world. Yeah. Do you think he is planning on trying to take another dragon being. Uh, Vermithor, or do you think he's yeah. maybe potentially trying to just get it used to people so then maybe he can hand it off to his daughter or, uh, you know, another rider? Yeah, well, I'm trying to think who needs a, who actually needs a dragon at the moment because I don't know which one of the kids. There's so many kids in this. That's, well, one, one of that's his, probably one, one of, of my lows. There's just kids running around everywhere, man. There's just kids all over the place. I can't yeah. keep up. They've all got the similar names. But so anyway. his, daughter, his daughter who wanted to take... Uh, Vega. Vega. Yeah. I, I believe she doesn't have a dragon. Yeah. So I feel like you know, or I feel, I feel like Damon's gonna try and like 
make it be his dragon. I feel like he's going to ride it, and then maybe someone else might ride his current dragon because I feel mm. like he's trying to. You wouldn't be trying to do a lullaby yourself unless you wanted to create that connection or relationship with that dragon. And mm. it's crazy how many dragons they still have versus the greens. But anyway, it's going to be really interesting to see how they go with this. But I think I think Damon will probably ride the big dog one, and then maybe his daughter might take the other one because sort of already tamed and trained a bit. But I'm saying that none of them have real control over these things. They're just ready for war, I think. But it'll be sick That's to see right. how it goes. That's I've got a question right. yeah. for you, actually. Mm. Can we go to questions? Yeah, let's just go to questions. We I mean, know, we're kind of talking highs and lows anyway. So, As we know, uh, I can't remember what the son's name is now. He gets sent to go talk to House Stark. As we mm. know, we love the Starks. We know who the Starks are. My question to you is, are the Starks going to accept the call and side with um Ramira, what do you reckon? Well, look, and I haven't read the book, so I, I don't I'm know. Not a I'm just curious. What do you reckon? I, I kind of think they don't want to be involved in it. Yeah. I kind of feel like they're just gonna take a step back um and you know say we don't want to get involved in a war with dragons, basically. Mm. You know, we're we're out here um in the north, you know, Guard the wall. yeah, we're just doing Hang our, off our wolves, die wolves. Yeah. <laughs> so I sort of think they they won't want to get involved because they're a huge house they're like the sarks are the big dogs like they're a huge family to have yeah. on your side as we know from exactly. game of thrones like they're house stark of a history of being like legit like always going to go always fulfill their oaths and stuff like that so i don't know what do you reckon you reckon they're yeah. not going to want to buy of it stay yeah, neutral I, I don't I, I think so but then again you never know with jace flying on and vermax yeah, dragon so jace, vermax, yeah. Jace might, you know, he he seems pretty. Um, uh, seems like he's a pretty charismatic guy. He's Jace. the one out of the brothers who was more willing to sort of be a leader and like take mm. on that responsibility. Which and Luke is was sort of which like, is why I felt so bad for Luke because he didn't yeah. want to go. He was just kind of like, yeah, he, he didn't want Driftmark. Firstly, yeah, and he just he, like wants to do his own thing. He just wants to be a kid. He just wants yeah. to be a kid. Um, so yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. All right, I, we'll look. I reckon I reckon how Stark will fulfill their oath though. I reckon they'll side with um Rhaenyra. Mm. But we'll see. Because we know Ned uh, Stark, man, just the most loyal guy ever. He's all yeah. about loyalty and you know being faithful to oaths and all that sort of stuff. So we'll see. I just don't know if they, they want to be involved with yeah. Targaryens who are just um, not head cases. Head cases, you know, their incest is runs in the family. Uh they've got you know dragons left, right, and center. Like, do you want to be involved in a war? Mm. You know, when you're going up against Vagar, who's literally probably as big as your castle, like uh, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see though. We'll see. Yeah. Do you want uh, one of the Valerians? Do you reckon they're incest too? The other house? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, probably. I they got some of the best dreadlocks like you'll ever see, though. How good's their seem hair? Like it's frowned upon. How good are their haircuts? Like they're yeah. crazy. I love them. They look so cool. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. That was a question for you that I had. I like, well, I've got one question for you before we move on to our Infinity Gauntlet rating. Um, and maybe we'll quickly touch on lows. Not that I really have any, but... Yeah, I didn't uh, have a huge amount. Do you think first episode, season two, is just going to be straight up into uh, the war? Or do you think it's going to lead up to that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they'll start up, you know, hot on the hammer. I think they might ease into it a bit. I think we might see, you know, Rhaenyra sort of dealing with her grief and understanding, having a couple of meetings of what to do next. And I think we might actually see 
the Sarks finally come into it. And I think we'll see what the Sarks are doing. And I think they'll come a part of it some way. And mm. I feel like they won't go all in just yet. I think it'll be more so planning and building up, you know, getting all the allegiances correct and who's on what team. And I think they'll sort of set that up. And then maybe at the end, we might see like the new dragon come out of the mountain with Damon or something. I don't know. The one that he was singing mm. um, lullaby to. So that'll be interesting. But I think yeah. not straight away. I don't think if we'll see it straight away, but I think the first episode will sort of get everything sort of plant all those seeds to get it sort of going all out war. Mm. What about you? Yeah, I think I think we're probably going to get it like a couple episodes in. I think the yeah. first few episodes will just be like the house, just so much tension towards the houses. We maybe maybe we open up in Winterfell. Maybe. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Um, that would and, be pretty cool. And the brother and the son arriving on Winterfell. Yep, mm. that'd be cool. So yeah, well, I'm looking forward to. It. I really am. Yeah. Um, all right, look, I I don't really have any any lows to be honest. So like, I mean. Nothing out of the ordinary. I thought this show was just, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I had many lows. I think I really enjoyed it. I mean, maybe the only low, this is being a bit critical, would be that we spent a lot of time just inside King's Landing. We didn't really, there wasn't a lot of exploring. I mean, we obviously had a bit on Dragonstone as well. Um, but there wasn't too much exploring, whereas like Game of Thrones. We see all over the place. There's so many characters, so many houses. Yeah, so maybe shop. that's that's probably that's been critical, but you know that's pretty pretty small. Yeah, I guess yeah. I don't know. One line I might have is yeah, I really enjoyed like the the younger actresses. I thought they were really great. Those characters, maybe an extra episode of them in it would have been nice. But again, mm. that's me being super critical. And I think overall it was pretty cool. I would have liked maybe seen a bit more. You know, they talk about Egg on the Conqueror's Dream. Mm. I'd like to see maybe a bit more behind yeah. that. Like maybe in a flashback or something. I don't know to Egg mm. on Conquering. I don't know. Another but, quick question I want to ask you is what happens with Damon and Renera in the next season? Because there's tension with them, obviously, as particularly, you know, now that Renera is, I guess, queen, Damon's kind of in the shadow a little bit. He didn't know about um, the, the prophecy, obviously. And we, we chokes really her see out. Him, that was hectic to say. That was him, brutal. Yeah. He obviously shows he's very emotional about that and, you know, goes to choke her. And basically, you know, if she wanted, she's queen. He, she could have him killed for that. You know, do you think they're sort of going to come back together? Uh, you know, uh, are they still in love? Like, do, what do yeah. you sort of think about that? I don't know if they were ever really in love. I think they were more like, let's do this because mm-hmm. we know this is the way to do it. I think it was yeah. more so beneficial for both of them. I wouldn't say they're like, in love love i was thinking they'd be more falling apart i thought they were going to be separating a lot more and i thought damon might then sort of contest her seat on the throne but now after mm. the death of the son of luke i feel like at the end when damon delivers a message i think that might bring them together because as we know damon wants all out war so he's yeah. probably got to be I more think he was happy, happy about it to be honest that happens so i think mm. for me i think they'll be closer together but he's, yeah. he, you know, you can't, he's just unhinged. You never know. You never know what he's thinking. That's for sure. So, That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Infinity Gauntlet time, Quinny. You go Infinity first Gauntlet this time because I went first last time. All right. Done. Um, as we always do, we've got to give a certain number of stones, six being the best, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, zero being obviously the worst. I'm going to give this show out of six, five. Gets five stones for me. So that being said, I did like this more than Rings of Power. 
Um, and I just thought it, it was, it, it's pretty close to a six. Um, but as I sort of mentioned there, that the sort of small, small detail of, you know, sort of not too much exploring outside of King's Landing. Um, I'd probably give it a, give it a five, I think. Uh, how about yourself? Yeah, I was going to say for me, I was thinking a five. I think I really enjoyed it, but it's only been one season. So I can't, mm. I think fives are definitely a fair judgment on that. So I definitely would go five stones, there you go. five out of six. It has the potential to get into that higher band. I think mm. that higher range, the way so. that it's sort of going. And the fact that, you know, Georgia R. Mann's like, they'll probably get, they could get like four seasons out of it. Mm. I'm all for that. I don't mind four seasons. That's all right. That's, not too, he's, he's, that's what I mean. He's tapped I like in, how so. he's got more creative control because mm. I think a lot of the controversy behind Game of Thrones was like, I think maybe after season five, because, you know, they sort of go off script after mm. season five based on the books. I think he lost a lot of like decision-making and I think it was the other guys sort of just going with what they thought and not really yeah. getting his feedback. So it was kind of mm-hmm. good to see George R.R. R. Martin come back into this and he's got a lot more involvement, which I think is really cool. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, All right, Quinny, that brings right. us to the end of our um, yeah. part one of episode 70. How much to read this, by the way? You and I yeah. both. You we'll have and to read I it both. and talk about it, but it has to be done. It's on the bookshelf, ready to go. All right, Quinny, we will be back um, early next week, hopefully, or mid next week to um, do part two of this pod. We'll be talking She Hulk, and then we'll also be talking Black Pinth. So stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram, Sizzle and Quinny. Um, tell your mother, brother, your sister, your cousin. Tell, tell them all. everybody. Tell the Targaryens. Tell the yeah, tell Targaryens. Maybe don't Maybe tell. Not, yeah. Don't tell the Greens. I don't know. Yeah, not, not, not the Greens. And, yeah. Yeah. That's Especially strong, not Otto. And don't the tell weird Otto. strong, you know, the strong guy that loves the Queen. Oh, like, uh, yeah. yeah we didn't feet. even talk about that. Yeah, he's, that's a low oh. for me. He was he was filled. Wild stuff. He was uh, anyway. <laughs> until that, next though. time, we'll be seeing you. We'll be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Peace.